tribal was a blind side for Roxroy. Me and Drea told and Tori to vote for Swati and we decided not to tell Roxroy. He's not really a social player and once he says something, he's gonna stick to it. So we knew that he was gonna vote for Tori regardless. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Swati looked me in my eyes and she said, you're my number one. Right. Come to find out, she told everybody in camp that same story. Yep. To me, she was a bigger threat than anybody here and she needed to go. And I knew that you weren't gonna vote against hers. I feel a little betrayed. I got duped. You know what, I'm actually happy that you did it the way you did it. If she's playing both sides of the coin, that's someone we cannot take with us further in this game. And I'm happy that you guys weeded it out. Yeah. Good on y'all. I did not see this coming. Obviously, I'm not picking up on social cues. I guess my social game is really not that good. <laughs> no, it's good. But I'm learning. You made allies. If I gotta ride your guys' social coattails, I will. <laughs> well, we just need to be a strong four here. Four strong literally makes me laugh. I sit there and I just literally say, no, 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 no. We need to find that, like, unity. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We can't have that weird vibe anymore. We gotta... I'm gonna be the first person to jump ship. I have no desire to do that. Welcome back to the Bitter Durs podcast. As always, we are a queer survivor super fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Derek Reining, and I'm joined by a man who makes me feel podcast rich. It's Sam Standish. Oh, no, no. I have very little of value that I contribute, so really, <laughs> you can just take it from here. You are like the dangly beads on a piece of twine of my life. I am a dangly arm, just not in its socket, just uh, flopping all around. I love that the it's become gone from like Daniel like dislocated to his shoulder, so they're like treating him like he has one arm, like they just keep referring to him like he has had it amputated or something. I love. Well, it that. sounds like that's how he's treating himself. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, but we are joined by someone uh, this week. Oh, we're getting a dab already from Sam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, it's it's someone you know who um, you peel the layers back like a potato or an onion or an ogre, and you'll get just Augustine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, I think Drea easily wins the like top spot of like phrase delivery. It felt so natural. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And then she I didn't do... repeat it like four times. Like, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> like <this. laughs> so, yeah, I think that it's a little, I mean, I, I, Marianne did a great job the first time, but it's tough when you have to keep saying it over and over. Oh yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, Drea and Shan, probably the top tier for this sort of mechanic. They're, I think that Shan was definitely helped by having an ally to like help bring it up into the conversation. Mm -hmm. Drea mm -hmm. slayed it though, for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so Jess, um, as a first time guest uh, on our Survivor pod, do you want to give the people a rundown of your Survivor fandom? Of course. Um, I am new to the franchise as I, I watched it along quarantine. Mm. Um, like starting in like April, really early on. <laughs> Uh, I yeah. was like, I would love to not decide what to watch for like four months. So this has <laughs> so many seasons. Mm -hmm. So I've watched pretty much all of them with the exception of I did not finish 39. So um, same here. <laughs> yeah. Great. So that is sort of where it started. And 
Yeah, I don't know. The love I, just keeps burning. The love mm-hmm. keeps burning. I fell in love with so many of the folks. Obviously, Jeff. <laughs> um, we love for Jeff. And, and now I'm along for the ride forever. I love <laughs> they have no getting now. off. Mm-hmm. That happened to me too in my junior year of college when I got it. Like when I really when I really started mainlining Survivor. Like <laughs> I pretty much watched exclusively Survivor for my like entire year, basically. And like when I was done, I was a year behind on every single other TV show because I like literally had not watched anything. Oh else. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a small price to pay. What were you even behind on that even mattered more than Survivor? Like, honestly. I can't even think of what I was watching in 2015. Exactly. No idea. Like, like Rick matter. and Morty, Broad City, like, something. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no yes, uh, Jess, how are you feeling about the season 42 so far? I'm feeling pretty good, I think. I think... Mm-hmm sort of getting over like in 41 it was like oh this format this is weird this is strange like knowing that i think it's easier for me to like sort of settle into season 42 mm-hmm. a lot of weird characters going on right now <laughs> which i love um so i'm feeling pretty good about it so far i'm like still sort of iffy on the the twists of it all and i'm really not hoping for an hourglass but you know we're going to take it day by day, episode by episode, and see where we get. Um, yeah. It does seem like they're implying that an hourglass will be happening next week. Um, yeah, which I'm not a 444. Of swoof. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, well, yeah, like you're saying, we'll take it day by day, episode by episode. I am glad that they are doing a two hour episode this time. Uh, which was, I feel like, the main critique on the last hour. Well, not the main critique, but one of the big critiques of the last hourglass where people were like, there literally is no cliffhanger here. There's no reason for her not to take it. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, odd decisions, and I don't know. Maybe this time it'll be like, a mod, I don't know, like a sundial or something more exciting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they changed up the like somehow some of the other twists work. I'm like, this could be one of the ones where like it has a new yeah. way it works or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. You pull the lever and someone just gets like catapulted into the ocean or something. That's their version. It's more fair that way. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me. You just murder someone from from the competition. Mm-hmm. Just have you been having? Uh, do you have? Do when you're watching the show, do you have like favorites or? I because you know actually I knew somebody in high school who like no matter what he was reading, no matter what he was like watching, he like didn't have favorite characters at all. Like he just like only read it and didn't engage with anything in the slightest and was just like taking stuff in and i'd be like did you like it and he was like i read it and i was like all right that's insane Uh, (laughs) i can't i can't access that like level of removal from it oh if i could that would be incredible for me no absolutely not yeah i've definitely got some favorites i mean hi was like an early one on I saw him I was like this is the kind of survivor character I like uh partially being gay um (laughs) love to see more gay people on survivor it's about time um but I also am loving Mike I yeah he is sort of I now was scared because I'm from New Jersey (laughs) 
I saw Firefighter Hoboken and I thought of a player I really hate, Tony Police from Jersey City. Mm, they're, period. you know, they're so close, but they're they're still so far. And I feel like Mike is the, like the Italian dad of my friend growing up that I loved, while Tony was the one of the other friend that I hated. <laughs> so, and that's me absolutely projecting so much onto like. <laughs> You have come to the right people. place. No, yeah, I get Thank it. God. Like, I think a lot of people were scared in our community when we saw Mike. We didn't know what to expect. We, <laughs> you know, we see these big muscular guys. He's an older guy, and it's just kind of like, what is this man gonna deliver? Like, what? Why is he on the show? Like, where? Like, I'm, I'm fearful. I'm worried he's gonna hate crime me. But <laughs> you come oh to find God. out, he's one of the most delightful people that's ever been on the show. And he is so, so delightful. I love delightful. watching him every single week. Um, Jess, are you are you are you hashtag gays for Mike? You could absolutely say that. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> that's, that's our number one uh, thing we're looking for in a guest for them absolutely. to be hashtag gays for Mike. Count me mm -hmm. freaking in. <laughs> I mean... mm -hmm. That's in the um, that's in the application before we let anyone even speak a word. We're like gays for Mike, even straight yeah. people. You would have ended the call if I said mm, <laughs> yeah. no. Yes, we will be doing the rest of the episode alone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Um, um, yes, he's a king. He is a king. And then that's sort of those are my two right now. Like I have, I liked Lydia sort of at the beginning, but now I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm starting to like Romeo a little bit more. He did nothing for me for like the first three episodes and now I like that he's getting a little bit more involved and mm -hmm. I'm I might I and this does not matter I looked up all their star signs <laughs> before oh wow yes. so no, that matters a lot actually it does uh, two separate pairs of survivor players this season have the same birthday whoa so, Ooh. uh Daniel and Mariah both Aries and Pi mm. and I think it's actually Marianne, both New Year's Eve babies. Capricorns. Oh. Um, so that was just sort of my own personal research. <laughs> I love that. That I had to do. That's beautiful. I I love astrology because it's fun and it's silly. And How did whenever you find I was their birthdays, I feel like we've tried to look it up in the past and then we never know where to look for them. It's like whatever like survivor wiki page there is really like wow i can send a link wait um, well i'm i'm intimately familiar with the survivor wiki uh, i would imagine I just, but I that bodes well that. for high and marianne though uh, capricorns are infamously um the most winningest sign i believe i don't know if that still holds true it was true when Ben Driebergen won because he was an, yet another Capricorn. Um, and it was by like a wide margin. So I assume that's still the case, but I'm really not sure. I I would say sure. I'm not checking anything, <laughs> but I'll say you're right. Thank you. There's only that's been like for, four more since then. And I'm pretty sure Wendell is a Pisces. So like it really couldn't hmm. be anybody else. I that's do true. think there's the most a uh, prominent sign and i'm not counting but i'm guessing is earth this season we've got three virgos oh three capricorns We're... and one taurus whoa who's who are my virgo sisters <sighs> me first of all um oh, but then so unfortunately period. tori um <laughs> uh where'd the other one go drea and chanel are also virgos. wow 
if mm-hmm. you guys are looking for more Virgos on reality TV, this season of Big Brother Canada, Big Brother Canada 10, like over half of the cast is Virgos. Like, or like it's some, or like literally there are 16 people, and I'm pretty sure like 14 of them are Virgos. That house must be so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good season. So, you know, I'm, I'm highly recommending it for many reasons, not just for the percentage of Virgos in the building. But that is a big draw for me, so... Absolutely. That's unsurprising to me that they're making good television. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. From the sign that brought you Poverty Shallow. Like, come on. Come on. Come on now. (laughs) Um, But yes, I agree with all your faves. Loving Romeo. I loved the shot of him with all these, like, models around him. These, like, Miss Universes. Oh, he said something (laughs) that made me giggle probably for no reason. And I wrote it down somewhere in my notes. What's his line about independent women? It probably uh, is. Um, <laughs> which I live for. That's what we're looking for in any male contestant is someone who wants a woman to do well. Yeah, I, we've, we've always been like, if we were on the show and we were out there with Sari, we would be like, Sari, how can I help you win? <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of like what Romeo was saying, which I love. I, mm-hmm. I didn't write his quote down, though. I remember him talking about empowered women but i wrote that he's the number one ally to all women so period <laughs> he's doing a lot for us <laughs> carrying you on his on his shoulders mm-hmm. his tiny little shoulders <laughs> i feel so safe there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love yeah romeo you know um i feel like his relationship with drea we noted this before was like not super well established but they've like become a pretty clear pair at least according to them Mm-hmm. Um, which I love. I love that this is sort of the power duo in this weird, weird little foursome that they've got going on here. And then yeah. there's Tori and Roxroy, who I believe say outright, we don't want to work with each other. <laughs> Straight up. Don't want to work with each other. Especially, yeah. well, now, because Drea also tried to work with Tori, like, and she was, like, trying to form the girls thing with Swafi, but then, like, Tori told Roxroy about Drea's advantage. So like, I mean, Drea really just, the, and she, it seems like everybody hates Roxroy. So really these two are the only people who like are looking good to each other currently. Yeah. Who knows if they even like each other, if they can like more than tolerate each other, but mm. they seem to be doing well. So good for them. Unlike the other two folks on their team. <laughs> Tribe. I, mm. I know that we're like not fans of Tori in the chat but I just I thought that I liked her uh confessional where uh, like after they got back from camp or from tribal they were like yeah eco four definitely and she's like I'm absolutely flipping the moment I get to a merge I just it seems what I loved most about this episode was that they were like literally there's somebody on every single tribe who can't wait to flip on the the tribe like they are ready to go we're ready to go at the merge and that's why we're gonna <laughs> uh, but Tori is thrilled to meet other people. She's she's very Sydney esque. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in mm-hmm. general, she's activated the microchip and the vaccine, and she's going rage mode, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope everyone that is going to jump ship from their tribe when they all, assumingly, come together next week, all just like meet and and they they have just like a beautiful moment of of for themselves. I think that would be good for them. Mm-hmm, the mutineers. Yeah, I loved, yeah. Tori, her weird ass politics aside, on the show at least, I, I did love that confessional because it was like very, it felt very like old school. I feel like people just don't say that anymore. Everyone usually gives like a canned sort of like, you know, gotta keep my options open. I'm not getting along with blah, 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 but I gotta fit in. She's like, nope, actually, I really cannot wait to vote against every single one of them. Like, that's, that's pretty refreshing. 
yeah it's nice to be shameless in that way on mm. reality television absolutely <laughs> i i felt the whole pre-challenge part of this episode was very old school it like very other than like the idol find or whatever like it felt like all very wrapped up in camp dynamics and like what the i feel like so much of survivor these days is about like the like high echelon strategy of like that tier of like the social interactions of what's going on at camp but like all of that is based on like what they're feeling for each other in the social interactions that i feel mm -hmm. like we don't always get to see but i felt like in this episode it was like showing us the causes for the strategy rather than like the like outcomes which is what we were like used to which was i felt like a very refreshing way to actually watch the show uh, so I was really, really happy with everything. I felt like this was another slam dunk episode. Uh, this season rules. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's exemplified with um, our contestants on Orange having a, a Mario Kart debacle. <laughs> Very relatable. Way more relatable than Tori trying to bond over Harry Potter. Like, Mario <laughs> yeah. Kart, way better. Absolutely. <laughs> And we're starting to see the cracks in Jonathan, uh, who I don't like. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm skeptical of of him <laughs> generally. Who do you think he plays in Mario Kart? Because Marianne reveals that, of course, she plays as her. Me. She plays for me. That's so spot Absolutely. on. Like, that is amazing <laughs> to me. Like. Obviously, as a gay person, I've never considered not playing as Princess Peach or Baby Peach, but <laughs> like it's it's a great it's great that there are people that the me option is there for. I never thought about. It. I was like, why would I play as a me when I could play as, uh, you know, Dry Bones? Exactly, <laughs> and I think the way that Marianne thinks about this, she she said this: "I'm arrogant, and I know I'm the best. So why wouldn't she want to play herself?" I've sense. never I've never thought I was the best, and that's why I never want to play my me. I always want to do someone else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like i have to live i believe in baby luigi more than i believe in myself so. absolutely <laughs> what, like a hundred percent yes in double mm -hmm. dash you know i was always picking baby mario baby luigi mm -hmm. but yeah jonathan comes across to me as like um i feel like a bowser or maybe like a mario like i feel like he's just like the basic clicks whatever come option is first which is probably mario i also got donkey kong maybe but maybe it's mm -hmm. just because they're both like big guys yeah i think it's just big hulk and beasts does, mm -hmm. does Lindsay say who she picks i if i think you know does. i think if she had i would have immediately noticed it and remembered yeah. it in this moment so i think <laughs> that she does not cataloged it and yeah. omer was like fully disassociating <laughs> said absolutely nothing which i respect i love that <laughs> omer definitely... i imagine they would all talk too much for me and i would mm -hmm. similarly just be like I don't want to do this or just like sit and be like mm. <laughs> he's more of a diddy kong racing guy anyway so absolutely <laughs> i bet he is like i bet jonathan has complained to him before about them like non-stop talking or whatever and so i'm sure omer is just kind of like I he's can't, gonna say i can't do anything here because i like if i say anything that i'm part of the problem <laughs> Mm -hmm. I loved that this the editing in this was like perfect too. Like I don't think there was a single second of this scene that didn't involve like there was not like background chatter with Lindsay and mm -hmm. Marianne, which I'm like mm -hmm. I'm sure like that was mostly actually happening. But I also like to think that they just like kept the like the feed going like through 
each transition of just like noise. I lived for it. It was so good. Yeah, I agree. Like I was gonna say the same thing. They fully just like had them talking the entire time under the music, um, which I loved. And I'm I was really I'm glad that we're getting to see more um, Lindsay and Marianne bonding mm-hmm. stuff. Like we saw that Lindsay and Jonathan and Omer are close, and like they're a trio really. But like we, I felt like we hadn't really understood Marianne's place in the dynamics of the tribe for a bit. And so I'm glad to see that she's like close with. Lindsay, even though Jonathan immediately pulls her away and, and like is like, we have to get Marianne out. Lindsay's like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I That's don't know devastating what I was to hear. <laughs> devastating to hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which was my fear for most of the episodes. Like, really did not want Orange to go because I feel like Marianne might be on the outs in this situation, uh, despite her Mario Kart skills, which would be, you know, awful to kick someone out just for playing as a meat. There's nothing wrong with that. And despite all, well, who knows if she would have, since all the advantages kicked the hell back in later on in this episode. But I was scared for her mm-hmm. because I want to see more of her. Which Absolutely. I don't think is a hot take. <laughs> I don't no. think so at all. No. no. Clear, <laughs> Unless you're on Taku. star of the <laughs> uh, season so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the legend herself i believe she's like in like every single ad i see for survivor that comes across my twitter feed yeah <laughs> which i love um we love replace marianne. jeff with marianne honestly 100 she wishes <laughs> just, i i think that there is something about i feel like uh pandemic fans people who came on in the last two years love jeff and then i feel like people who have been watching for longer like really are, are like ambivalent or to negative on jeff but i love the new fan fervor for jeff probes i would say my other really good friend that also started watching during the pandemic she loves jeff too i think <laughs> there's something about the i feel like jeff really appeals to the um gen z sort of love of camp i feel like jeff really nails all those you know just overly mm-hmm. sincere dresses like a dad um says things that are, make no sense I, I just think he ticks all the boxes that mm-hmm. makes sense he's a short people. king i think yes mm-hmm. i like that how tall is he? I want. I've absolutely googled this before. Um, <laughs> He's five ten. Oh no, I'm, I'm projecting again. <laughs> He's stealing short king valor. He has short king energy for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is not an insult. Not an insult to me. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. So we got our Taku. You know, they're fighting over. Mario Kart, Jonathan goes swimming and fishing, just fully leaning into the Aussie of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, great content. I love that they provided that and they showed us Daniel just like flopping hard in the fishing. Oof. So good. Yeah, Poor. it was like big Jonathan. Like Jonathan's like, this is how I center myself. This is everything I need to refocus back into the game. This is my perfection moment. I'm like going out five with the camp like everything i need and then it's like don't know don't know <laughs> and daniel's like going out into the water like doesn't catch anything everybody immediately starts making fun of him and talking about his back as soon as he leaves <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and he references the spear as a nifty gadget which i thought was absolutely insane i was like <laughs> what do you it's quite literally 
not even close, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, I believe, I was like, what's the chance that he wore a fedora at one point in his life? But I think that we did, in fact, get a fedora pick of him as a child, <laughs> if I remember correctly, in the packet. That I, I would imagine it was up. high. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't get it, I would put money on it that it happened. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, like we said, Green is not feeling the Daniel, the, the Dantasy. Um, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, and I love that apparently he's like been like slacking off in camp, using the, his shoulder as an excuse. Um, yeah, and and not wanting to participate in challenges because he said he's like too injured, like he can't do any swimming, which I hadn't really picked up on that. I guess because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like I him or like Lydia typically sits out, so I, I don't know. That just never. I don't pay attention to Daniel, so it's like... Generally, I don't, but I was like, you know what, now that they say that, that's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that is a little bit suspicious. And then when they came out and they are like, oh, how was it? He was like, it was actually, like, really nice and, like, (laughs) felt so good. And it was like, okay, interesting. He's, like, stretching. We're going to keep that in mind. We're going to keep that in mind. (laughs) I was really, in that moment, I was expecting my... Really to be like, well, I thought I thought he was gonna like immediately start confronting Daniel about it, but mm-hmm. he just like kept it as their little private joke, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, where I wasn't envisioning him being like, I thought you couldn't flip. <laughs> but, uh, Mike's just one of the girls. Yeah, Mike's having fun. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Empty brain. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, he's like, I can't swim. Like, I can't do swimming challenges. Uh, babe. The challenge you did this episode was entirely on land, and you still didn't do it. So, um, what are you doing? Good say that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great point. Expose her. That's, that's, yeah, I don't know. He's just, you know, he's struggling. Um, and he's like, I don't understand. He's like Sandra, but what if Sandra was like really self-deprecating? Like, just like not good at any aspect yeah. of the game? Like, Sandra sat out, but also was like good at Survivor. Whereas Daniel's like, I'm going to sit out of challenges and also be bad at Survivor and also, like, admit to being bad at Survivor. But, like, it's not like it's... But he's not, like, endearing or charming. So it's not, like, fun to watch. Yeah, I don't understand what the, like, reasoning behind that was. Like, Mm -hmm. are you just trying to, like, undersell yourself to people? But then why would anyone want to vote for you if you're, like, self-admittedly someone who does not deserve to win? It's, It's a weird, weird strategy. Clearly doesn't work. Maybe don't try that anyone at home. That's a good tip, I think. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I think my big brain sort of working on all cylinders. Absolutely. I think when you go on the show, don't do what Daniel did. I feel, you know, it's hard I know people and I feel like I do this myself where it's just like they're so self-deprecation poisoned that like they it's their automatic reaction to almost anything that happens at all in their entire life. <laughs> so like I like I you know sympathize on that level just kind of like oh uh, it's I mean deflection is so much easier than just like taking a compliment or like anything along those lines but it's you know it's really usually not a good Oh absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. Yeah. So I feel like from the jump, it did not look good for Daniel, which it looks good for us. I feel like I was like very ready. It's like, okay, let's wrap it up, folks. Like, let's let's get him out of here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they ended up falling through with that. Um, I feel like, yeah, like with season 41, we are going into the merge with an excellent group of characters. Like, I like mm-hmm. I, it, it's never been 
too heartbreaking to see who goes home from a TV entertainment perspective. Just look, guys, I'm just living in my truth. Look, we, we lost some people who seemed nice and good, but were they popping off the screen? No. So mm -hmm. I think we're headed into the final 12 with a solid cast. Absolutely. I agree. I totally agree. And something interesting I noted both last season and this season, we have not really had our pre-merge robbed goddess. Like, usually we have our person who gets, like, bumped up in the edit. Um, mm -hmm. Usually a young woman. But um, I feel like that's just not been the case these last two seasons. I feel like they do a good job of making you glad when the merge comes. And it's like, this is the group. Like, I live for that. I like that more than being just, like, devastated. Because I'm already so upset when a woman goes home. So I'm like, you don't have to add salt to the wound. So true. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, the thing that I'm thinking now is that they're kind of doing, like mid jury rob mm. goddess like with shan and sophie mm -hmm. 39 is a blank blank slate can't think of anything kelly wentworth uh mm -hmm. you know that's as far as my mind is extending right now so like Absolutely. i i you know it they're cha they're changing it up on us i definitely know what you mean though like i felt like you know michelle from millennials versus jet x is what we're talking about well she was like the first or whatever but you know i know what you're talking about mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, you get I'm connecting on your level i get mm -hmm. it <laughs> on my level you're coming down to my level exactly <laughs> um so yeah so um meanwhile we get some good reminders about um the idol talk uh, which mm -hmm. leads naturally, of course, to our girl Drea finding the idol. I live. I'm glad all three idols found by amazing people. Mm -hmm. Not be more deserving. I love that it was like day 11, and it was like I guess we should start looking for that, huh? <laughs> it was sort of how she brought it up, and I was like, that would be a good idea. Mm -hmm. It's like <laughs> I'm very which, glad she found it, and I like. I don't she... even understand. Like I <laughs> literally, like for me here, living my day to day life, I'm like, I, I really got to do that thing today. And then it gets to be like 8 p.m. And I'm like, fuck, like I, I didn't do it. And like, I just did so many, I did other things instead. But like mm -hmm. on Survivor, what are what you else? doing? She did that for 11 days. <laughs> yeah, like with nothing yeah. going on. You don't have Magic the Gathering on your phone like I do. That's how I waste my time. Yeah. Like, you just can't do that. I hope I'm on Survivor. If there's you can, no... they're not telling us that. Yes, there's something they're not telling us. <laughs> There's no number one streaming service, HBO Max, to just sync time into. No, no, no. Wow. Number one, according to whose metric? Me. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling currently. But of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do I, love Drea having all this stuff, though. Like, I, she's survivor rich, like she said. I put mm -hmm. this out online, but I'm like, if she were to connect the people she's connected to with her secret idols, it would be one of the greatest alliances of all time. It's that would be huge. And she's mm -hmm. got the hidden idol now, so now she's got herself, Mike, and Marianne, an iconic three. And she, but she also start. has the amulets from the first her episode, high connecting and... her to High and Lindsay. Lindsay. So yes, I'm Lindsay. like, literally. Make it happen. You know, the, the, the show is not building toward this storyline, but I'm going to live in my fantasy until it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. that That's so would fair. Be, that would be iconic, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, I live for that. Um, So it probably won't happen. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. In this new era of Survivor, they surprise me and actually give me the things I want. So maybe it'll happen. It could. I feel like <laughs> they really... I Like, 
the amulet thing has just fully dropped from the show. Like, they, yeah, I, like, no one's talked about it. Sort of forgot about it until she brought it up. I was like, oh yeah, that did happen. You do have an amulet. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Does she have a separate extra vote outside of the amulet? Or is it just the extra vote from it's the amulet? A, it's an extra vote, right? Didn't she go to the island? Oh yeah, yeah, she also went, oh my god, she was also on the island the first day, I think. She is rich, rich. Rich, rich, rich. The rich get richer, and I'm glad it's her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that leads us into Mike. How, like, it's okay. So, everybody on the Green Tribe and everybody on the Orange Tribe knows about the idols. Yes. So, they also know the phrases and they also know who on the other tribe has the idol, I think. But Mike is like telling Hi and Lydia, like, I'm not going to say it. Like, I, it's like, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm just going to give the merge and we'll use the idol for us together. Like it, once it gets activated there, I'll have my vote back. It'll be fine. Uh, and then he says, but if we go there and everybody else is saying their thing, if, if everybody else chants their phrase, he said, uh, <laughs> then I'm going to have to make a game time decision on whether or not I'm going to do it. And he decided to. I loved the shots of him while Marianne and Drea were talking. Cause he was just like, <laughs> and I was like, is he? <laughs> Is he gonna Could do he? it? <laughs> and then um, he did it. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, this like over incentivizes them to not say their phrases, I feel like. Like to just be like, well, if you just don't do it, then you'll just get your idol anyway when you get there and you don't have to say a goofy phrase. I agree, but he I mean, if he hadn't said it in this specific episode, like they would have been kind of screwed. Yeah, they would have just or like I mean, High would High has an extra vote, so like they could win over the other two anyway. But like we don't know that they know that, so like right. it could have just been Lydia and High voting against Daniel and Chanel potentially. Like if they could, they they reaffirmed their trust at the beginning of the episode. Like it could have come back to bite them. So like there are obviously like not having your vote is bad. Yeah, and like also just from the place of like everyone else keeps seeing. Marion talk about this damn rabbit in the mailbox <laughs> and like obviously they have to know something is up so how do they communicate that except for Drea then saying the same thing um I forgot who it was in season 41 but quote unquote I love what you said about broccoli I loved that that made me laugh <laughs> so much when that happened um so I'm, I'm glad we don't have to hear these phrases anymore but also happy that they're not just given the idols as if they like didn't do anything and then waited until I guess next week. So maybe Mike does regret it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Mike, not my fault. Nothing Mike does is wrong or bad. So I think he did everything right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so we get into this. Um, I forget, is this a how many challenges did we have today? One or two? It's reward and immunity. Yeah. Which I, I'm loving this trend. I like that it's giving them more opportunity to do like a bunch of pre-challenge stuff and then we get a good nice chunk of tribals, like post-challenge stuff, pre-tribal stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like honestly, why not just have this be forever at least until we get down to like a certain number and then we can start doing two separate challenges. Um, that's just my opinion. Oh, like it, even into the merge, you mean? I guess, until it makes like timing sense where they're like okay we have enough time to show two challenges and also between i don't know mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, I mean, my relationship to reward challenges, I feel like ebbs and flows based on the episode, like the most recent episode we saw with one in them. Like, because I, cause I distinctly remember in season 41, like it was the episode immediately following the all advantages episode that was like literally every single conversation scene was about an advantage. There was nonstop talk about advantages. Literally every single line out of everyone's mouth was an advantage. Mm-hmm. And we like, we got to the episode following that. And there was like a tiny little post-tribal scene or something. And then it immediately went to a reward challenge. And I was like, what? Like they're wasting time <laughs> on a reward challenge when like wait, wait, we wasted so much time last week. I was like mad about it. But like that episode, and I don't even remember who went home or like anything else about it. But I just remember that episode being like incredible because like part partially because of like the reward that they like got part of the scene was good out of it. But like I just feel like there are like we we had years and years and years of Good Survivor where every single episode had a separate reward challenge. This I like I think that mm-hmm. in my memory did like we stop going to Prisoners Dilemma Island in the merge of season forty one I think so like yes. I feel like that's a time suck and so like once that stops like reward challenges are good agreed mm-hmm. that's a good trade off. Yeah, I think once they realize that, like, Preserved Dilemma Island is just Exile Island, they, like, are like, oh, we should probably stop it here. <laughs> so it's not so it's not to draw um, the ire of the fans. I do. I like that they're, like, <laughs> it felt like um, when Prisoner's Dilemma Island got introduced, like, the, when everybody came back to camp, we saw all three of them explain what happened, and they all went through, like, the, every single scene, every single tribe had their own moment where the person who went was like, this is what happened, this is what I did, and they, like, explained everything. Today, Lydia got back to camp, she was like, it was exactly what Jenny said, we went on a trail, and then I protected my boat, and then they moved on. <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was for real. Great. <laughs> good for <laughs> can we just talk about Lydia and Roxroy being the two chosen like I'm uh, obsessed <laughs> like it, it like has circled around for me from like two of the like these two people who like separately like are fun characters but I think together you're like huh okay um, and then when they get on the island you're like yeah, this is like going exactly how I thought it would, which is like absolutely <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing is happening, and they're both like, anyway, time to go protect our votes together. Um, I feel like they should have just like trimmed this down a little more. But also, I did love Lydia had a very nice, uh, yeah, felt talk about um, her sort of like self image, which was really nice to hear. Um, I don't think Roxbury talked once though, did he? All they essentially he was just like i feel like there's something lydia isn't telling me and then it was lydia being like i feel like roxford is hiding something (laughs) (laughs) them trying to do the same thing to each other and both not giving (laughs) yeah it was not giving i'm sorry but they both succeeded in not giving they were like i'm trying to be like a little cagey with my information but so is he (laughs) nothing happened i do love that you're kind of like what could they possibly have to talk about? And then they, it's like, oh, nothing, right? Exactly. <laughs> when, when we cut to them, and they, and Rockstar was like, wow, look at that view. It's like you're on the top, like you're, you've been together for so long, and you're talking about like the view, the, the trees that you can see, like oh, that's how you nothing know going on in this dynamic. <laughs> Do you think Rockstar even knows what Twitter is? I feel like that's the divide here. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I I wouldn't I would say that they're probably operating on 
different levels of irony is the yes, main issue. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just, just a, a very bizarre prisoner dilemma. Um, and then they just, I don't know, I feel like we could have, like, honestly, like, cut it out and then just had Lydia be like, yep, protected my vote. We're good. I think she <laughs> could have said that anywhere and then also had her moment, like, talking about her struggles with her body anywhere else as exactly. well. Exactly. But I guess they wanted, we had to, like, see them both do something on that island, so. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Yeah, I mean, I do think that when people all protect, like, they can just cut it out. Like, there was no reason for us to even know that this happened, because nothing entertaining happened. It really doesn't seem like this dynamic is going anywhere in the (laughs) storyline, and, like, nobody got an advantage out of it. And it wasn't entertaining to watch, other than like Lydia's confessional, like we said, which can be spliced in anywhere because it had nothing to do with the Prisoners of Lama Island at all. So like, <laughs> felt like yeah. it could have been differently done. Agreed. Yeah, the editors had to come up with something quick, and that's what they came up with, I guess. Um, but look, if this is what it takes for us to get Lydia content, I'm here for it. I'll take like it. Just was saying at the beginning, absolutely. Like, like she got she out of the gate she was like yeah she's fun and then like she's she's like dropped until this moment even though she was almost voted out and like that pretty much in that entire episode and the following episode she said nothing and so like it where is our girl she's we need our girl back we Um, need our girl they (laughs) they brought her to us they did, yeah. I she got like so many confessionals. I think she had more confessionals this episode than like any of the other ones combined. I'm pretty sure. Legend. Um, and uh, yeah, it was nice seeing her and Hi like absolutely run this vote. Um, especially when totally. they were down four two. <laughs> now they're up two, three. I don't. And she wasn't even there. Like she got yeah. back to camp and was like, I want to hear what people were like talking about. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know I'm good. Like, it's okay. Um Ugh. yeah. Legend. She just knew. I know that she it's amazing right. that like it's it's obviously amazing that Hi and Lydia are on top of the world now. Like after they were black, they were like the plan, if everything had gone down correctly, was that Lydia would have gone home, like and Hi was completely out of it. But, like, I'm also proud of Mike for being the one who is also, like, coming up. Like, because all we knew before the the vote was that, like, it was Hi and Lydia were over here and Jenny and Mike were over here. And there was no way they could ever work together for whatever reason, strategically, like, couldn't get on the same page. And but like now, like Mike almost votes one of them out, and like suddenly he's like their best friend. Literally, I love that. I, I love the scene of like Mike and High like talking, and Mike's like just I don't know his body language alone. He's just like chilling. He's like, I know it's not me. I know they love me, and I don't blame them. Like I would love Mike too. Absolutely. <laughs> he Mike says something that made me. I had to rewind. I thought it was so funny at the immunity slash reward challenge mm-hmm. when Jeff's like, what are you guys playing for? And people are like, food, food. Mike goes, food with sauce. And he keeps <laughs> saying it. And I love that. He doesn't want anything dry. He wants some flavor. He's like, food and sauce. 
extremely relatable. Last night I got Indian food and I was expecting what I ordered to be food with sauce, but it was really just food. And I, you know, it was still really, really good, but ultimately not exactly what I was looking for. I I have said this so many times. I'll keep saying it. Sauce does so much for food. And I felt <laughs> a kinship to Mike when he said that. And it's so sad that he didn't get that. But hopefully he gets it soon. I hope he gets food and sauce soon. I know. I mean, the I tarp is the sauce of the shelter, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It keeps everything together. <laughs> absolutely. I did not catch food with sauce, but I will absolutely have to go back and watch a food with sauce <laughs> moment. No, I'm like, did it happen? It did. It absolutely <laughs> did. And I... It, it was like we were the only two people in the room. <laughs> the way that I heard it, I was like, what? <laughs> Finally, somebody is saying what I've been saying. <laughs> That's my brother. Sauce, Jeff. I know. Jeff just, I, and then it's going to be like next week. It's like they just get like a full bottle of barbecue sauce or something <laughs> just for Mikey. He'd be so happy. happy. (laughs) Our boy. I did feel so bad for them, though, because they were like, well, we're all really excited for the merge because we're all thinking about the feast. And, like, as we remember from last season, only half of them are going to feast at all. Um, And so I do, I feel bad. I really hope that they've changed that. So maybe, like, after the hourglass, everybody who's left feasts, uh, like, I just. It is so messed up. It is. <laughs> it is so messed Especially, up. Like, give them all a merchies and let them all get fucking wasted. Like, yeah, that's let what them we want to see. A sip of wine and go absolutely crazy. Yes. <laughs> Especially the Vati tribe. Like, they, Daniel said in this episode that their survival skills as a collective are a D minus. Oh and, my God. Yeah. Like, uh, and, like to the point yourself. where Mike was like, I don't want to start the fire until we have food because we also don't have very much dry firewood. So like they're doing bad. Like they <laughs> they don't they're not even gonna risk it in case they don't get any fish, which they didn't. Yeah, and Daniel also said their morale was pretty high. I think he said an A, and I was like, is it? I was like, is it? But okay, maybe for you because you're gonna be blindsided in just a few short minutes but okay interesting (laughs) we're all feeling great we're all feeling safe meanwhile high is like everyone is tense (laughs) he's a capricorn he never has relaxed in his life Mm -mm, they're not allowed to Mm -mm. (laughs) he said something high said something uh i thought was sort of funny when they were trying to figure out who was sitting out for the challenge he said, I have very little to add to this. And Daniel's still like, me. <laughs> he's just like, okay. <laughs> just legend. Trying to participate in as little challenges as he could before he left. It. And he <laughs> yeah. did, he really did good on that. <laughs> he was in exactly one, right? Or just like, I don't even know. He probably Well, he definitely record. did the one where he broke his arm. Which yes. was the first one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He actually was not in that challenge. He just like stepped on the beach and it just like fell out. Yeah. <laughs> uh poor poor guy. Um, you know, rest in peace, my man. Uh toodles. Absolutely. <laughs> uh yeah, so we get to this tribal. Um mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know what's what's Daniel's play here. It's it feels like he's trying to appeal to like we gotta keep our type four. They talk about trust like a billion different times in this tribal, I feel like. They really do. 
this travel was confusing. I just felt like everybody was just like saying saying nothing in like a billion words. And I was just like, because at one point, um, who was it? Chanel was like, well, look, if we're voting people out based on trust, the person who goes home is going to be the one who's the lowest in that metric. It's like, literally, that is, yeah. That's the definition, so for sure. Like, she like, went through Jeff for a loop. He was like, wait, you what? <laughs> and every single person, like, who spoke said something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was standard <laughs> i don't know it, daniel did feel so so comfortable though i think that was the goal was like they were just like we just could not have him play the shot in the dark i think that's I, maybe yeah i really thought he was going to and i always forget about the shot in the dark i always forget it. it's a lot like i always forgot about the chocolate bar on drag race <laughs> and then i'd be like oh my god that's gonna happen oh yeah it's so, so i because all the times that the shot in the dark has been played this season i'm like oh yeah there's that thing <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hope the first they episode about it. where they where nobody played it. Yes, I, right. Yeah. No, well, uh, I probably did. So did in the first Vati tribal. Did someone play it when they first tied? Oh no! So that okay? Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah. The one super exciting vote was when nobody played it. Okay, I get it. Oh, noted. Ooh. And <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I love that they're, like, addicted to not just, like, straightforwardly voting someone out on this tribe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Somehow, I love... Like, okay, so can we talk about... Shin okay, so for th those who may not have stayed behind to see who voted for who, turns out Chanel was the hinky mic vote. I don't know if it's even a hinky vote. I don't know what she was going for. I'm curious. Mm. I also didn't get that. But even before, like, the end came up, I had a feeling that that was her. I don't know why. It is, like, confusing, but I do, like, I think that ultimately where she's coming from is that, like, if everybody were to place their votes on Daniel, Daniel and he played the shot in the dark, then no mm. matter, like, uh, she, she's definitely going home because the other three people are just going to re-vote and she'll go home instantly. So she put the vote on Mike so that if every vote against Daniel was uh disqualified or whatever doesn't count then there's still a vote out there to send mike home rather than her sure i guess that was just, probably yeah. that's yeah but like <laughs> honestly yeah. i'm like I, I understand that the shot in the dark is something they have to plan around and like it's it could always happen but like you don't know that he's gonna play it and also like one in six is like really really not a lot it's like it's mm -hmm. it's not a lot. I mean, clearly, and it, is, it has not happened yet. Yeah, and I don't know, like, just with like the state that they're in of like exhaustion and all this is like, do you have that much? I mean, I I would not have that much foresight to like do that in my head. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't. Know. I definitely wouldn't, but I don't think it really makes sense that she did it unless she's thinking in that way. Yeah, it's I okay. assume she. Yeah, she probably was thinking, hi, Lydia, Mike, I'll vote Daniel, but also her vote. But then, it, uh, so yeah, so then Daniel would vote for her. So yeah, she just, I guess, wanted the chance to be like, okay, well, it's a tie between me and Mike. At least I can argue my case to people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, it's just, it is just, it's hard 
because like every, I feel like all the tribes are trying to push this. We're four strong narrative or whatever. Like after this vote, we're like back on the same page altogether. Like we're one group going to the merge. Like everything, but like you really can't have that feeling if you voted against someone needlessly. And so <laughs> like I do like I wonder how the green tribe is gonna behave at a merge. Like and like will Chanel flip? Will Mike try to like get other people to get Chanel out? Uh, so yeah. like you know. Even it, one, it makes sense for her to do it if she like because she's trying to block against Daniel playing the shot in the dark. But it also is gonna make things exciting next episode. So you know, I'm not mm -hmm. mad about it. Me neither. No, and we we wanted Daniel gone. Absolutely, so. we got what we wanted, yeah. and we got unnecessary um, drama. Uh, courtesy of Chanel, she's just giving us what we want to hear. You know, yeah, she's yeah. stirring the pot, which which we love. Nonstop pot stirring from Chanel, which is so important in reality TV. It Absolutely, is. and I'm interested Perfect. to see if she flips. I feel so. I think that's yeah, probably because <laughs> she her, the only relationship we knew about was her with Daniel, and she also ended up needing to like campaign against him. So I'm like, who would she even go with? Yeah. I she'll find. She, I guess she'll find someone. Tori and uh, they'll link up. <laughs> no, do command not the, Chanel. command the merge. Chanel needs to not stay away from these Republicans. She cannot find the two Republicans of the cast and like gravitate towards them. It's not allowed. <laughs> she's an well. executive recruiter. I'm sure she's very comfortable in a room with Republicans. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Mm. Um, yeah, so, yep, Daniel goes in a weird 2-2-1, two, two, um, and I'm not mad at that. And like I said last week, 4-4-4 four, four, four merge, that's pretty awesome. I don't think that's ever actually happened before, right? Can't think I of another time it would have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I like in Daniel's, like, little exit interview, he's like, I always wanted to be a part of a blind side, so I guess it's, like, fine that it was sort of like this, too. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, interesting. He was, like, he was like, I yeah. didn't think I would be on this end of it, but like, exciting. And I was like, good for <laughs> we're you. All, we're all having fun. Spin it. <laughs> Silver linings. Playbook. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I felt like it was kind of a, I, I felt like they were really grasping at dramatic straws in this episode. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. they really Very tried true. to play up the Lydia, like, vote thing. But then, like, even on the prayers, we saw that Roxroy did it first. So like, like he, we saw that he marked himself safe. And so like, no matter what, she, it's either she's gonna still have her vote or she's gonna get an advantage. So there's nothing there. But then I thought mm -hmm. about it, and it's like if we saw it the other way, then it's just we see that she marked, she did safe too. And so like, it, it, there was no real drama there either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So, but I, I'm not mad that I thought it was an amazing episode, and a lot of the drama was just drawn from the personalities. And I feel like it's setting up for a very, hopefully, a very chaotic merge. Um, it'd be awesome if they mm -hmm. actually let them merge and like what let this dynamic play out. But that's just I don't think in the cards for us, babes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna do something, even if it's not as the same as Forty One, since they are making some like minor changes. I still mm -hmm. don't think it's gonna be straightforward merge. It, right yeah, because even it. in the next time on, Jeff, they're like, it's a merge, and Jeff's like, eh. <laughs> so I think it's something, something fucky. Something fucky for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm skewed. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, oh yeah, I was I was moving to wrapping up as well. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, but like after we do plugs, we're gonna talk Edric. So if you're interested in that, stick around. Um, Jess, thank you so much for joining us, and thank feel free you. to stay for Edric as well if you'd like to. Um, but before we go, is there uh, before we head off into our Edric? superpowers uh was there anything you want to plug or talk about or direct people to uh sure you can follow me on the social media platforms at jess augustine it's the month august and then a y n at the end um twitter instagram tiktok i'm comedy adjacent so sometimes i do funny stuff and sometimes i don't and that's okay um, that's the human experience. Very exactly. Okay. So that's me. Other than that, nothing. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, and you can find me at Rain Garrett's on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow my other podcast, our good friend Christine Palin at Shadow Plagades on Twitter. Baby, we just did the last episode of Revolutionary Girl Utsna, the show we are covering. Uh, but we still got so much more in the can coming to y'all. We got a movie, we got musicals, we got some other fun surprises. So that podcast is far from over, but we finished the main chunk of it. And what a ride. Beautiful. Um, you can follow this podcast at Better Earth Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to us all over the place. Uh, you can follow me at Sam Standish on Instagram and Twitter. I'm just checking now because last week I asked for um more reviews on our podcast because we haven't had one in a year <laughs> i'm gonna pull it up now and see if anybody has uh, uh dropped us a new review live oh, on the pod a live um, ooh, <laughs> sam reaction oh <gasps> well we got multiple since, since. okay let's see we got great stuff from Office Fan 782. Uh, it says, Shout thanks out. Sam and Derek for all you do. Love hearing your perspectives on each episode. Keep it up. Thank you so much. And we also got such a refreshing survivor pod from J327842 says, Love you guys and A list guests. And Jess, <gasps> you're one of the A list guests. Yeah. I know they were talking about me. Absolutely. <laughs> How do your favorite me. previous survivor player, me? <laughs> <laughs> The A is for Augustine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a list starts the A. Uh, yes. Slay. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you for those you reviews. Thank you so much. Leave us more, and uh, you know I'll read them here. Live react. Uh, <laughs> Live on the reaction. Okay. Let's talk Edric. Ooh, wait, Jess, are you familiar with Edric? I don't know. We haven't talked. About Sam this. told me what it was, and I did some googling. Oh. And I listened to the two previous episodes of this podcast to prepare. Wow. Because I, I prepare, okay? <laughs> that might um, be the so... most uh, homework anybody's ever done before appearing on this podcast. <laughs> I love to be prepared. So I, I have Virgo. nothing to contribute, but I would love to just hear you guys. <laughs> I love that. That's my Chat. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a lot more locked in than I have been over the past couple episodes. Like, I feel like we're really getting in circle. For me, I'm zooming in on Jonathan and Omer, where I'm just sort of like, mm. which one is it going to be? Like, I feel like it's between them. I do think that Romeo is having good stuff, but I feel like I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I, I don't, I'm like, that's the, that's like my like 
what big gap in like the thing and then Romeo but like I think that Omer and Jonathan are like what we're being set up for in mm-hmm. tribal this week uh Chanel was like what you're talking about right now the themes you're emphasizing and she's talking to Jeff she says the themes you're emphasizing are friendship in the game of survivor and literally the best friends we know of in the game of survivor currently are Jonathan and Omer mm-hmm. and I feel like they are the like the storyline we are following overall. I definitely see that. Yeah, I was high on Lindsay for a bit, but yeah, this episode I think was just like not not at all what I wanted to see from her. Like, yeah, just like no, I don't think she had any confessionals tonight, and she just called got called annoying. She got, I mean, obviously, like most of the heat was on Marianne. Um, which again, not great for my winner pick, <laughs> but um, yeah, Lindsay definitely went down to my estimation. I, I think to me, it's like Omer and High. I don't really see it for Jonathan, honestly. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because his archetype. It's just like I can never really be behind that. Plus, I feel like he didn't come off great in that scene either. Like, I feel like he was coming off as like kind of pissy. Um, so I feel like it was more, and Omer, like, was not really even involved in it, which is great for him. So I feel like Omer and High for me, are kind of my two now. Yeah, like, it felt like in that scene, Omer had the, like, game bot. I feel like people always talk about Kim Spradlin in this way, where they're sort of, like, the craziest stuff would happen at camp, and then she would just be, like, this is how it affects the game and how I'm thinking about (laughs) it strategically. And it felt like Omer had a confessional like that, where he was, like, this is exactly what I don't want. I do feel like the storyline of this season is all about this like tribe dynamic or like this four. Like I feel like mm-hmm. everybody is like the Ika tribe talked about their four. And like now that we're down to four on the Vata tribe as well, like I feel like I honestly think that the Taku tribe is going to be the final four. Like I really just think wow. that the four of them are going to go to the end together. Um, and if, if that ends up being the case, I think that Jonathan will win because that's like what mm-hmm. he said. And that was like the big thing a couple episodes ago, like this is our four, like blah, blah, blah. But I think that if like one of them gets taken out before then, I think that it's over, but I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's just wow. like okay. symbolism and like me trying to read too much into things. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I could, I don't know if I like the final f- for my thing with it though i'm just like burned by the yasa turtles of it all where i'm like i don't i just feel like it's gonna be like omer and jonathan dropping Lindsay and marianne ever like that's the feeling i get from it just because we've seen that sort of tension in both directions we've seen marianne be mad at jonathan and you've seen jonathan be mad at marianne um so i don't know i feel like that would come to a head at some point presumably before final four but i don't know um, I would live for this final four. That'd be fun. Yeah. I Well, like, I mean, even if one of them flipped away, the game of Survivor is so kooky crazy <laughs> that, like, they could still end up being the final four even if they were, like, going after each other. That's true. They could be a Kasaya born again. The Panama... No, I know. Oh, oh, oh babe, I know Kasaya. But yeah. I... I, I would, oh, like they're so they yeah I, I get what you're saying though no, they're yes. so like against each other internally but, but they keep voting together. Yes. Uh, yeah. My comparison is less accessible and more about Survivor Maryland. <laughs> so we can skip past. Just if you like, you've done some research, is there like are you what are your thoughts on Edric as a whole? Is it something you'll be thinking about more in general? At the moment, no. 
sure. but I, I, I think partially why I didn't know really of it because I, I didn't watch Survivor when a series was a season was actively airing, mm-hmm. so I was just texting my friend about it. So maybe so she's my fan base that I talk to, oh. um, and I did like venture onto some Reddit threads because I was well so unrelated I was thinking of the reasons I don't like Jonathan and (laughs) I was convinced he had like a really shitty tattoo related to Christianity which he doesn't but he just is the type of person that does he has the vibe so so then I was looking up survivor players with um bad tattoos was one of the ones that I was on (laughs) and you found pal Jason I assume from my Holloway thank you very much um (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh and both the Hanses and and all that, but yes. <laughs> yeah, um, so, well, while you were watching, did you ever? Were you ever like, "That's the winner"? Like, you just knew straight away. Like while watching previous, yeah, seasons. any mm-hmm. seasons, you were like, you could just like, did you ever start to pick up on like, okay, this is what I'm looking for in a winner, or did you just not even think about that? I don't know if it was what I was looking for in a winner, but I felt like this. I was finding like the stronger personalities. And as I started watching the show more, I would be like, oh yeah, of course this is the kind of person they want to get out because they know this person's going to do well at the end. But like, I, there were like also some that you were like, well, of course it was going to be this person. Like I felt that way with like Cook Islands. I was like, yeah, you, of course. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, I don't know. I, I would try to not spoil it for myself when I was watching, but then I would just get so curious and I would want to know, <laughs> I would always want to know, like, as dumb as it is, their, their star sign. Cause I'd be like, Oh, this is just so fun and silly. And then I would always try to like go only so far down <laughs> and, or I would like go to an Instagram page and I was like, they were on the show 15 years ago. It's not going to be in their bio. And it's like Survivor season, whatever, winner. And I'm like, no. Come on. You should. I, if any of us are ever on Survivor, you know that shit is like, that's going to be on my gravestone. Yeah. Even absolutely. after I'm like third place. This, this podcast will be on my gravestone. Well, that's what I like to hear. Now, give um, us now. Put that in an iTunes review. I will. I'll write a review. <laughs> I, Absolutely. Please. I do <laughs> love getting um people. Like I said, I I was asking when I asked Jess if she knew what Edric was. I was like, I don't know how Survivor poisoned you are. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm even talking about? I like hearing from people who aren't as um, you know survivor challenge does me and Derek uh I like I just Burdened. because one time I went to go see a new apartment and they had the survivor Cambodia finale on while I was visiting I was like oh my god a survivor I'm that's a sign here. yeah I was like okay like literally perfectly we already have this one thing and I, usually I feel like when you're looking for apartments all it takes is like literally one second where you and the person who's looking to fill the room like have one thing to relate to because they mm-hmm. see a bunch of people and it's just like they just need one thing to remember me by i was like i love survivor mm-hmm. this survivor cambodia and so i was like oh my god like poor kimmy because i just like didn't think about like i thought that they were already past it or something like i was just trying to like say literally anything to just like keep the conversation going they were like well thanks for spoiling it or whatever <laughs> like oh. I, but, like 
I like didn't realize that she was still in or something. But like, if you're if you're watching Survivor Cambodia, oh, you're you're not thinking Kimmy's gonna win because she literally <laughs> is never on TV. But so like, I just thought that it was just like fine to say, but apparently not. Um, and so you know, there are people out there who really feel at a final six that anybody could possibly win. Some people are Jeff Probst brained and think you have a one in six shot, the winning survivor, <laughs> or whatever he says. Mm-mm. Silly boy. He, our boy doesn't know shit, and that's why we love him. Mm-hmm. He just stands there and talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has and, the himbo factor too. And his little blue shirts. Yes, just a ridiculous little man, a little Scorpio. I just saw a, shirt, a picture of him where he was wearing a yellow shirt, sunglasses, and a cowboy hat. <laughs> I, I, I really need them to bring it back. Frightening. <laughs> he needs a refreshing look. He's been doing the same thing for 42 seasons. That's true. Drop, He's the real cartoon character. Drop four, add he, the one for Jeff. He, he needs to like delve into patterns. That's what I feel for Jeffrey. He needs to step mm. away from the solid colors, throw in a plaid, a gingham, something. Shake it up a little. Remember the shockwaves that went out across the internet when they released that video of Jeff talking and he had like super long hair because he had grown mm. it out of the pandemic? Yeah. What happened to that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember where I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we all do. I think that was an important moment for all of us. Yeah, in the middle of COVID. That's what stands out to all of us is that hair. Well, it was a bright light in the darkness. Mm-hmm. It was. Um... Yeah, so um, I don't know, Jess, even though you are edgic-minded, give us a winner pick right now. I I want to say hi, but, mm. Mm, but I, or Omer, I think those are my two for winners right now. I think that those are great picks and definitely high up there. I The reason I didn't list high before is like I... Just, like there's like just tiny little things about his edit where I'm like, why did they show I, us? Why did they show us him saying that he doesn't trust Chanel and wants Chanel to go home when ultimately Daniel went home? And it's like it's like so true. It's the tiniest little stuff in there that I'm just like, why am I even thinking about it? I feel uh, like people but, are going to turn on him soon enough, sort of. And I'm I'm interested to see how he does in like the individual like challenges once I get to the merge because I feel like. True. I don't know. Is he good at is he good at puzzles? I can't remember. But like, I, I don't know so. why. Good enough. I guess he's on the show. Lydia's but... good. <laughs> oh my god! Excuse uh, me. Yeah. I just burped. Yeah. But no one. I feel <laughs> like... No one can compare to Puzzle Queen Jenny, though. Exactly. R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. I was devastated. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like people are gonna go after him at some point because he's just playing like. I don't know. He's very he's very active. We see him at camp. We saw him today <laughs> before tribal running around. So yeah. I would I would like him to, but I'm I don't see it really. Mm, yeah, that's active is my favorite euphemism for gay. He's very active, that boy. <laughs> Always moving yeah, around. Hi. Always moving hi. around. He is so lovely. Um <laughs> and okay, he put out an Instagram today of him with long hair that sent out a shockwave in oh, my I have body. To see that. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I you know we nothing but love for him. Mm-hmm. Oodles and oodles. Yes, we love you high. I would be down for high to win 
Um, and I, like I said, I could see it. I could see it for Omer too. One of the girls, if it can't be one of the girls, it can be one of the girls, you know? Of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I'm really not seeing a woman win. <laughs> I would have loved no. to, you know, have even one more uh, woman in a row after five men run. But, you know, I, I, I don't think That's it's That's asking a lot, Sam. Not Let's to be anti-woman, but I'm not really seeing it. For the girls that we've got here <laughs> maybe romeo will put himself on the line and, and go home instead of a woman coming up since he he loves powerful women so much yeah slay i would be down for that good for him <laughs> um, that yeah, would be so... bonkers <laughs> um so does that wrap us up for the edgic of a tool uh i think so i don't have anything else to say jess you all good you feel like you've really you've really nailed it down i feel amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel amazing. I feel Sadly, great. yeah, I don't think a Virgo's gonna take it this season, alas, but mm -mm. you know maybe next time we'll get him. Maybe clearly big big brother Canada's where it's at for us. <laughs> Okay, one of them will at least take it home hopefully <laughs> i did Numbers look wise. it up and it's not 14 but it is six six that's out of still a lot is a lot that is that a lot is... damn i love them all i'm sure Either that or they're all canceled, probably. That's just the way Virgos work. Exactly. We're controversial because we are just like bright, shining stars. And not intense. Is that how we generally think of Virgos? <laughs> That's how Virgos think about other Virgos. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we're, I'm always honed in on the Virgos. But, you know, maybe just have to have like the senses of a Virgo to rec recognize the greatness. Think about that, Sam. I yeah, will. I'll do some as, our sister sign, as our, as our sister, sister sign. As our sister sign. Come on. Look, I support you guys. I'm just come on, you know, sister. I'm just I'm just outside of the loop, and so you know maybe I'm not understanding everything that it means to be a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Classic. It's um, a conversation for another time. Yes. Yeah. Next <laughs> we'll week. Talk to that I'll, I'll 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 deal, <laughs> I'll tell you all about my reflections on my relationships to the Virgos of my life next week. Uh, but until then, um, <laughs> bye. 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 Watch out at elementary. Oh, okay. <laughs>